What's up, everybody? It's J&J with Justin and Jordan. You know how it is, bro. You know how it is. J&J on the day. What we got today, Justin? So today we will be doing our Eastern Conference standings and predictions. And we'll probably... Are we still going to do that draft or... Uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. See if we get into it with any of the standings. Um, we're kind of doing the easier, less exciting one first. The West one is going to be the one we're probably going to have the most disagreements. But the East, you know, it just seems like it's kind of set in stone. There's not too much upward movement, downward movement going on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we're going to start from bottom to top because, you know, the top is where it's most exciting. And we're going to start from number 15. Who you got at 15, Justin? For me at 15, I got the Wizards. All right. The so Washington Wizards. Right first there. place where we agree. Talk to me about the Wizards or don't even because they ain't even shit to talk about with them. Well, so we all know Kristaps Porzingis now just got moved to the Boston Celtics. Um, Kyle Kuzma just got extended. He got his bread. They drafted Koulibaly in the draft. Um, they just traded their big move. They just got Jordan Poole. And this team, I don't know, this team last year, even when with all their guys, oh, yeah, and the key fucking piece that moved was Bradley Beal. Yeah, they that lost was a, Bradley Beal. That was another loss. And even with that team altogether, um, I felt like they were good at times, but I felt like that team's ceiling was like a ninth seed. Mm-hmm. And at the worst, they were like a 13th seed. So now you're getting rid of all that talent, bringing in younger guys, which I think is better for them because I feel like the last few year, uh, last few years they've been kind of teetering between like middle, not even middle of the pack, kind of like on the lower end in the Eastern Conference team. They're usually like around, I feel like, 11 to like 9 every year. And we always see them. They always have like the ninth pick in the draft, eighth pick, 10th pick. They're always kind of just like... So I guess it's better for them to just kind of just find an identity. We're going to be a younger team. Yes, you brought in uh, Jordan Poole and Kyle Kuzma. That could be a little exciting factor. You, I'm really excited to see what Kula Bali does. I don't think he's going to be like a out-the-gate rookie doing shit. I think if you give him time, he'll, he's going to develop into what he could be. But yeah, for the Wizards, um, yeah, I think 15 is a spot. I think Denny should have a bigger year. Uh, Corey Kispert played better last year. I think he'll he's going to be recognized as one of the better shooters in this league. And I think it's just going to be the Jordan Poole show going into next year and Kyle Kuzma going into next year. No, yeah, I don't even got to say too much about Washington. Um, like you said, they've been kind of like teetering between like that, maybe like 8 seed to 12, um, peaked as like a 4 or 5 seed like years ago, you know? Um, they haven't had a top five pick, I think, since Bradley Beal himself 11 years ago. So hitting that full reset is really what's going to help them out right now. Um, I'm not going to be watching too many Wizard games. I, the over-under on me watching Wizards games, uh, over-under four, four and a half, I'll probably catch like three. And two of them are going to be against the Knicks. Yeah. I don't... I'm Hold on. I'll watch both Warriors-Wizard games to see if anything happens with Draymond. Yeah, those might be the only uh, Wizards games I watch. Yeah, so I'm just going to watch those four games. Two against the Knicks, two against the Warriors, but... um, Well, four against the Knicks, sorry. Two against the Warriors. So six games. But yeah, dude, um, this team is not going to be interesting at all. Uh, of course, it's a reset. You said Corey Kispert's going to improve. He's going to be able to get more shots. I'm, I guess I'm kind of excited to see what Denny could do. Um, you know, you got Kuzma, you got Jordan Poole, man. I don't think it's going to be a, 
I don't think it's going to be like fun tanking basketball, to be honest with you. Oh, yeah. They also added Tyus Jones, too. I got, yeah, he'll, but that's, he'll be starting. But that's that's just an addition I forgot to name for them. Yeah, he went from the best backup PG. We're going to see what that means. I mean, they did the same thing with Monte Morris. says, let's pick up the best backup PG in the league. Didn't really do anything crazy. I think they're just doing. They're just picking up Tyus Jones just to have a move done, you know, because you know they got to spend that money. But yeah, I think a lot of people are overhyping what Jordan Poole's gonna be able to do. I think we're gonna see like a twenty point per game score that's super inefficient, and we're gonna see the same thing with Kuzma. We're gonna see two eighteen to twenty two point per game scores just getting their shots up, not really facilitating. And um, yeah, Kulabali, I got I got no really really high expectations for him. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't think we're gonna see anything crazy for a couple of years. I think he'll be cool down the line, but right now, don't expect anything big from Koulibaly. No, yeah. And moving on, number 14, I got the Pistons. Now, I, I remember I said a couple of episodes ago, I said, like, I'm really high on the Pistons. I think it was after the draft. We yeah. were ranking cores. I said, look, I'm loving the Pistons core. Uh, you got Cade. You got Ivy. You got all these young guys. You you got fucking Beef Stew, Duran. You got everyone on that fucking team, bro. You got everything. You got a core that's going to be set up in a couple of years. This is going to be like kind of like another rebound year. They're going to improve, I think, a little bit, but nothing crazy. It's just so, more so uh, a sense of like the teams ahead of them are just better than them at this point in time. But I think they're two years away. They're two years away from making the first playoff run. And by that time, hopefully we see uh, a really good Pistons team throughout the years. Nah, yeah, the Pistons, I really like what they got going. Um, I've been watching the Rico Hines runs on YouTube, and I peeped Cade brought the end. He brought damn near the whole team with him to play in these runs. So I like that uh, Cade taking that step as a leader, uh, making sure he's with his guys all summer, getting those reps in. Um, for me, I had the Pistons a little bit higher, but um, it's still kind of in the same realm. Kind of just like bottom of the East. But I think we will see improvements. This is going to be a test year because we're finally going to be able to see Cade play with his with his team, basically. Because he only played, what, like 12 games last year? Oh, and I, and I loved betting his overs on the rebounds. No, he, he could do everything. I think Yeah, I think he only played like 12 games last year. So he still has to get familiar playing with Jaden Ivey. Um, I really like what I saw with with uh with Jalen Duran. I think he's going to be a fucking beast. Um, I really like the Sar Thompson in the Summer League. I think th- at, at first, when they first drafted him, I was kind of like, what? But I think he could fit in with that and, team. And I'm, I'm still like, it's still a question mark to me. I, I want to I see it like in application, how it's going on Not with yet. Cade, with Ivy, with everybody there. I, w- I want to see it in full effect, what it's really going to look I like. I think, yeah, it's still a question mark now, but I think Asar could figure it out. Like, I don't think he's like a demanding basketball player he could kind of just get it where he fits in and he won't be kind of just like a distraction or a black hole um but yeah i think this year will kind of just be like a figure out year they brought in monty williams a winning coach he's gonna hopefully change this locker room and do something better for the pistons um yeah i think this is, this is gonna be like a a test year for them joe harris big big move joe harris yeah did they get somebody else, or was it just him too? Um, I th- they got the additions I know of is Joe Harris, Asar. Um, of course, you just said Monte Morris, but that's oh no, Monte, coach. No, well, I'm talking about Monte Morris. He's on the Pistons. Yes. Oh shit. He's I a Piston. <laughs> oh, shit. 
Damn. He's a piston. Oh, I said Monty. Yeah, you said you said Williams. Monty, Monty, you said, Monty Williams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you said Monty Morris. But yeah, they do have Monty Morris now. That's why. That's when you said him. And then a winning coach, I thought you were separating the two. I'm like, yeah, damn, we talking about Monte Morris. He's a big ass move right now. Oh shit, I think I fucked up. But um, yeah, I think it's gonna be a fill out year for the Pistons. Um, they'll probably make. It. They were what dead last in the East last year. Yep. I think the, they won't be dead last this year. That's no, all I'll say. Me neither. Yeah. So we we agree that they're both 14 seed. Nah, for me, 13. I had well, the, 14. 14, I had the Brooklyn Nets. You got the Nets that low. Yeah. Okay. Only because um, they just had a bulk of their wins because of the KD, Kyrie. And then once the trade happened, bro, they were, I think, bro, they lost more games after the trade. No, they did. Like, they were under 500. They were under 500. They were ass. Yeah, so now you're about to start a whole new season with that team. Not saying it's a bad squad. Like Mikael Bridges showed he was like that when he played. Is he gonna be an all star? Um I don't think he's a lock, but I think he could like he could get in there. I think he could be like either a reserve or like an injury replacement. I, I gotta I gotta disagree. And I guess I guess our thirteens and fourteens are just switched, so I'll I'll comment on the Nets too, because I, I got them at thirteen. They are gonna be a little bit better than Pistons, but um Yeah. Yeah, I I, I think um I do think Bridges is really fucking talented, but I think we got to pump the brakes on the all-star. You know, not you, by the way. I'm talking about, like, people are saying, like, he's going to have, like, this all-star campaign, like, 25 points per game. I don't really think that's him, bro. At the current time, like, I think he's a really, really, really good fucking sidekick for any playoff team. Any playoff team right now would kill to have him as a number two option. Oh, yeah. And as a number three, oh, oh, yeah. 150 fucking percent. I don't think he's him. a number one. It's but just... Yeah, exactly. I don't think he's a number one. As a number one right now, he'll average like 21 points, but not an all-star to me. Um, Cam's really good, but um, they signed Dennis Smith Jr. I don't know. I don't know oh, what yeah. the fuck that's going to do for him. I don't think he's going to be too bad or too good. But yeah, the Nets right now, I got them as a 13 seed. Um, this is going to be part of their rebuild right now because, like you said, like they weren't supposed to be in the playoffs. Yeah, the only reason they made the playoffs because of Katie and Kyrie. But yeah, this season, ah, maybe thirty wins, thirty wins on the dot, but yeah. not, nothing, like, nothing yeah, crazy. Like They're definitely not going to be fighting for a playing spot. Not yeah, but um, Jacques Vaughn did do a good job as a coach last year. Um, Nick Claxton, I'm interested to see what he does next year. Um, I really liked the, they drafted Derek Whitehead. That was a good. That was a good pickup. Um, they has. I think they picked up somebody else in the draft, the G League player. Um, forget the name right now. But um, yeah. And then we got the fucking people. A lot of people are saying the Ben Simmons comeback. I don't I'm, believe it. We see this shit every summer. If they want the number one pick, let Ben Simmons play forty minutes. Yeah, like I'm. I'm done with the Ben Simmons workout videos and all that. I I fell for it too many times. I'm sleeping. Just like uh, who said that? Kendrick Perkins to, about the Timberwolves. I'm sleeping with the AC. Sleeping, on. bro. I've been in a fucking coma for five yeah, years on Ben Simmons, and you know that I've been in a yeah, coma. You've been in a coma. I'm sleeping with like the kicking AC. in old school, bro. I've been in a fucking coma. Yeah, like, I'm, on Ben Simmons. I'm sleeping with the AC on with my noise cancellation headphones on. Like I'm not. I'm not waking up for that shit. Frank, you just got Frank Ocean blasting in your ears, just yeah. chilling, falling asleep. I'm good. I'm good off Ben Simmons. That nigga should be five dollars on Mojo at this point. I don't know. I don't know what it is that that they smoking over there, but he should dad be five dollars, and even that is a terrible buy right there at that point. Like Not seriously, I, I got I got no faith in Ben Simmons coming back. 
or he'll come back, but he'll play 30 games and quit again. And I don't know what's going to be next in, in his chapter of his career, but I'm done with the Ben Simmons shit. Right now, when I talk about the Nets, I'm focused on Bridges. I'm focused on Cam. I'm focused on Cam again. I'm focused on Dan Smith Jr. You know, I'm focused on all those guys. I'm, I, I could care less about Ben Simmons at this point. So, and you had the Pistons at 13, right? Yeah. So who who do you have at number 12? At 12, I got the Charlotte Hornets. So do I. Talk to me. So Charlotte, well, LaMelo missed a lot of games last year. And, well, now they're saying Miles Bridges is coming back. Um, you're bringing in Brandon Miller, number two pick in the draft. Um, I think this year should be a... I think we're going to see a different LaMelo this year because I feel like there's been a lot of talk around his name that that team is kind of like full of shit and all that. It is full of shit. Uh, yeah, they are kind of full of shit. But um, I think we're going to see LaMelo with a different swag next year. We might see what they normally do. I know since he's been there, other well, besides last year, they've been a playing team. But um, I think this year will we'll be – they'll be adjusting to this kind of new – style they got steve clifford now as a coach and he's a guy that he's been there before and he's not really he's like, like super mid bro yeah his teams super, are always yeah his, his teams are always mid as fuck but um yeah i just think Lamelo's gonna have a big year but i don't think that's gonna really equate to the the team wins in that aspect but i think him just being able to play with brandon miller and kind of just get to know each other on that end uh, Mark Williams second year he improves um, Kelly Uber had a good year last year that was really good hopefully he could bring that again um, I think there was questions with PJ Washington about him returning because I think he wanted to get paid or something yeah. so I don't know if he's coming back or what the situation is with that um, Miles Bridges obviously coming back I don't know how much how big of a role they're going to give him like off rip or like what they're going to be expecting from him because to me, I don't know if they're going to go in thinking like, all right, do what you did two years ago. I don't know if that's going to be the case. But if it does, if that is the case, that would help a lot. Um, but, yeah, I just think this team is, I don't know, Steve Clifford is just a mid-ass coach. Does Bridges and Brandon Miller start at the same time? <sighs> Bridges and Brandon Miller? Um, I mean, I don't know if Bridges is going to start off rip. Like, you think he gets that luxury to start? Um, I think he's. They're gonna run him as a six man, not because he doesn't deserve to start. Kind of to ease him in back to basketball. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. like you said, it's been two years. Can't just ask a guy who hasn't played against NBA competition in two years. Like, go play 35 minutes. I want you to get those 20 points back that you were doing two years ago. Not yet. So I think they'll ease him, but he's definitely gonna get minutes. Yeah, definitely. Probably play 22 minutes for the first 10 games. But all right, you good? We're gonna throw you back in. <laughs> I think he's gonna end the season pretty good. Um, he's probably going to close for them, if he, anything. Yeah. If he doesn't start, he's he, going to close for he's them. He's going to be like an 18 to like 20-something point per game guy, like 21. Right. Like we saw him back then, uh, play fucking defense, rebound. And I think him and Brandon Miller can start kind of as like the small forward and power forward of the team. But yeah, the, when it comes to the Hornets, um, like you said, LaMelo Ball has been hurt a lot. Yeah. The whole reason why these guys were making the play in was in, in large part due to LaMelo Ball. This is a fucking all-star you got on your team playing point guard right now. Will he be an all-star this year? I don't know. There's a lot of competition this time, but definitely, I it's it's a guarantee he's going to be like 20 points, eight assists a game. No, yeah, definitely. He's going to bring excitement to the game. He's he's always bringing excitement to the game. But I'm going to be real with you. Like this team could fluctuate a lot out of the whole entire East. 
this is a team where like I'm kind of confused to put them because it depends on on if Lamelo's healthy, how good Brandon Miller is going to be, um, if Brandon if um Bridges is going to come back like like he like how he used to play, you know. So that's why I put them kind of like safe at twelve because it could be anywhere between twelve and in my opinion like nine, which isn't like a big yeah. deal, but it's like it's playing versus out of the playoffs. Like like I said, this was a playing team every single time that Lamelo was there, basically. And only, like, now that he was hurt last year, it was a major setback. I think a lot of people are kind of, I don't want to say, like, sleeping. Like, it's a big fucking deal between, like, 12 and 14. But a lot of people are, like, really down on this team. Like, they're fighting for the top pick. There's not going to be a tanking team fighting for that number one pick. There's going to be a team that's going to try to improve, try to make the plan, and they have the capabilities to do it. Yeah, I think I think they'll be a fun, bad team. Definitely. Like, this, yeah. like Steve Clifford's fucking MO is... 35 wins a season. No, yeah. And we've seen that so many times. There's career. nothing wrong with missing the playoffs, but you make improvements as a team. Absolutely. Like, I think if you see the chemistry with uh, LaMelo and Brandon Miller, because you're going to have to test that out this year. If it looks good, that's a good sign moving forward into next season. Maybe you guys get a, another good draft pick, and you could pair that young player with Brandon Miller and LaMelo Ball. That could be good for you guys. And yeah, we also saw last year Nick Richards had a good year. Um, hopefully, we see something from Book Knight. Um, <laughs> that'd be good to see. But yeah, I think Charlotte. Yeah, they could fluctuate between nine to twelve. That is a possibility for sure. A hundred percent. Who who you got at eleven right now? At eleven, I have the Toronto Raptors. Wow. Okay. Talk to me. Yeah, Toronto Raptors. Well, Nick Nurse is no longer there. Fred Van Vliet is gone. Kyle Lowry is gone. Damn near that whole championship team is gone. Mm-hmm. So now Pascal Siakam is still there. He is the guy. But there's still questions of how long he's still going to be there. He's on the trade block. Uh, we don't know when it's going to happen, but we all feel like it's going to happen. Um, he was rumored to get traded to the Hawks in the summer. It hasn't happened. I guess they're looking for what co- what type of compensation they'd want back, but I think it's going to happen. Don't know when, but I think it's going to happen. Um, Scotty Barnes had kind of a mediocre second year compared to his rookie year, but I think he'll bounce back this year for sure, definitely. Uh, they drafted Grady Dick. Pause. Pause. Um, for the Raptors, I wasn't – I that pick didn't really move me because I really felt like they needed a guard. Like a point guard would have been great or a two guard, a playmaking guard. That would have been fire. Grady Dick – Paul's is a good player. Um, I, I just really didn't like the fit for this team because it's like, who's really going to put you in spots? Who's going to set you up in the offense? Like Malachi Flynn, no disrespect. They don't have a lead guard. Yeah, they don't have a lead guard. Like a, like a good lead guard. So, yeah. So the fit for him is going to be interesting to see how he's going to just play into that role. But, um, yeah, I'm not really hyped for this Raptor season. Um. Yeah, I, I remember in the mock draft episode, I had them taking Keontae George, and he's a fucking. That would have been a great pick for them at thirteen, but um, yeah, I'm not really too high on the Raptors this coming season. Um, Siakam's gonna have some good games, but I think he's gonna have those big games early in the season. That's gonna boost up his trade value. There's gonna be a team that's kind of middling, not so much contenders yet, and they might just make that move. Just to see what can happen, you just take the chance on it. And the way the Raptors are going, they're they're on the younger side. I feel like Siakam doesn't really fit the timeline 
of the, what they're trying to do. He's what pushing thirty. He's what twenty eight, twenty nine. Yeah, he's starting to get up there a little bit. Yeah. So, and you still got OG Ananobi. He's been fucking. He was like the high, the most highly coveted trade asset for like the last what two years. Yep. What if that's what it feels like? So he may get moved too. We don't know. Um, I don't really think it's. They've been. I think I've been told or I've heard that they haven't really been looking at trades for him right now. But you never know what could happen in the NBA. Um, shit changes like that. So. He could be moved too. And then, yeah, we might just see Scotty at the helm with Grady there. So, And they might just go full rebuild with a young core. So I think the Raptors, they just have a lot of f- shit to figure out next year, like kind of what direction they want to go. Um, if they want to retool shit and compete or just decide on the rebuild, which I think they should do. Yeah, so let me talk to you about my number 11 because I, I don't got the Raptors there. I have the yeah. Chicago Bulls. I have the Bulls missing the playoffs for the first time in the DeRozan era, I guess you could say. <laughs> uh, we already know Alonzo's not going to be available. I mean, didn't these niggas just miss the playoffs? Well, okay, fine, but they're not oh, even playing. Oh, you're talking about oh, not yeah. even playing. I'm not going to lie. A lot of people don't count playing as, as playoff ball. I kind of do. It's like in baseball when the wild card was just one game. That's still the fucking playoffs. That still counts as playoff stats. Playing's kind of like that weird thing, but like, yeah, fine, sure. But they're not even going to make the plan this year, right? Okay. So they're not even going to make the plan. Um, Chicago does not move me. They made no big moves at all. They didn't even make any middle tier moves. Like they just, they re-signed Vooch, who's okay, I guess. But yeah. he's not a guy that, that's, that should be like on a playoff team. It don't matter if he's the first option or fourth option. That's not really a guy I want if I'm trying to win a championship or even win a playoff series. You got Zach Levine, who I feel is going to be on the move, if not this season, the year uh, in the offseason next year. Yeah. He's going to be out the way. DeRozan's getting older. I think he's like 34 years old at this point. They don't really have... I, their their core, their youth core does not impress me either. It, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not excited about... Um, Kobe White? I'm not excited about Kobe White. I'm not excited about Io. Pat. I, I was the best of the three, in my opinion. Dalen Terry. Not excited. Not excited. Not. I'm, I'm I'm another guy. I'm not. Well, I never had stock in him either. I got no stock in Pat. Oh, Pat Williams? Yeah, I got no stock in him. Yeah, I don't I'm, think I don't think he's ever going to really be on shit at this point. I remember he was getting like a lot of Kawhi comparisons back then, but I'm, I'm good off that. This is This team is definition of fucking mid right now. Like. You you peaked as as a one seed for like two weeks two years ago. You really thought this is your squad going forward. It was always fraudulent, and now look where you are now, Chicago. You stuck like, as an eleven seed. I feel like the biggest thing that happened for the Bulls this offseason was Lonzo getting up from that chair. <laughs> oh my god, bro! Um, yeah, let's not do that to him, bro. Let's, nah, let's I, not, I love let's Lonzo. Not, let's not. I love Lonzo, but yeah, that was probably like the highlight of the Bulls offseason. Jeez, man. But yeah, um, I don't know if I want to talk about Chicago now. No, that's all right. We'll we'll, we'll get some. Chi- I have Chicago. Well, I got Chicago like two spots higher. All right, so I got number ten. I got the Magic. I'm really high. Yeah, on the I got magic the Magic right too. Now. Yeah, I got I'm the Magic really, too. really, really high on the Magic, bro. Paolo, as we speak right now, is cooking New Zealand right now. He's cooking New Zealand off the bench. You got Franz. You got all these. You got all these good guards right now. Yeah. Um, you 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 just have a great core right now. You got Wendell. You have a lot of good players. I think this is the time where Paolo's gonna take that next step. 
possibly all-star this year. Yeah. That's going to be my like dark horse all-star of the year. It's going to be Paolo. Um, Franz, I think, is going to erupt as like a 20-point-per-game guy. Paolo, I think, is going to be um, able to to put together 24, 25 points per game this year. Um, Markel is going to be good. Uh, Suggs is going to be good. Wendell is always going to be able to hold down the line. But I'm really high on the Magic right now. I think there's going to be a team that could win. Let's say let's say 40 wins. They could be anywhere in between 10 and the 8 seed. But right now, I don't want to get too crazy. So I'm going to be conservative and leave them at the 10 seed. Now, yeah, I also got the Orlando Magic at 10. Um, I'm really hyped for what this team could do. To me, they have probably one of the top three young cores in the league. 100%. So I would say, yeah, Paolo, really good year last year. I feel like he was one of the least talked about rookie of the years in in a while. For whatever reason. For I don't know. But yeah, he had a great year. Um, Franz Wagner, he's always, I feel like he's such a reliable two guy or number two option. He's going to improve as well. Um, Markel bounce back. I think he's going to do it again. He's going to double down. He's such a great fit for this team. Um, he does a lot. Um, hopefully we see something from Jalen Suggs this upcoming season. Um, I think the potential is there. The upside is there defensively. Um, Offensively, he still has a lot to work on, but hopefully we see that jump. Um, I, I'm really excited to see um, Anthony Black this Anthony um, Black. this upcoming season. I've been watching his vlogs on YouTube, <laughs> so I'm excited to see that. Um, hopefully they figure it out at the guard position because um, I don't know. I feel like you got to trade some of them. Yeah, you got to trade. I don't know, but I feel like a uh, Black Suggs defensively could be crazy if they if they figure everything out. But that shooting has to, they got to figure out that shooting and that spacing. You know, it's funny. I would rather keep Fultz and Anthony Black and move Suggs and Cole Anthony. Oh, just trade them completely? Uh, yeah, kind of like phase them out, see what you could get to upgrade the team. Like okay. if I had to pick two out of the four guards, keep obviously Anthony Black, not untouchable, but I certainly know this guy. You want to see what he could do. Yeah, at least give him like two years. Obviously, Cole Anthony is also between Fultz and Suggs. I'd rather keep Fultz at this point in time. Yeah, um, but it's it's it could go either which way. Like I I wouldn't blame anyone preferring Suggs over Folds. The one thing I, I I can't accept is keeping Cole Anthony over those two. No, yeah, unfortunately Cole Anthony would have to be the odd man out. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's bad. No, he's I not. just think um, this guard rotation is just like the three guys ahead of him. They're all better than him to me. Way better. So I feel like Cole Anthony, if you put him on like a kind of like maybe a contender, just let him cook off the bench. Being that Jordan Clarkson role, I feel like that could be like the ideal role for him. Really? Yeah. I feel like I feel like him on like the Nets or or the Raptors right now would be cool. If the Raptors was to reset, I would like him on the Raptors or I would like him on the Nets right now. I'd I'd rather have him be on a developing team and him be the one taking up all those shots at the guard position. I guess so. But I, it could go either way. Yeah. That's but yeah, I just thought of it too. I'm like, if he was on a contender, I'm like that motherfucker would barely play, though. Yeah. I, that's what I'm saying. Tra- I don't think he would play Yeah, cause on, I, on the Lakers, for example. Yeah, because I'm trying to think. Like, I'm imagining him on, like, the Bucks or the Celtics. I'm like, yo, he would barely play. He's not playing. Because, bro, Peyton Pritchard barely plays. Like, <laughs> I'm not saying Peyton Pritchard is a fucking, like, monster. But, like, he don't even fucking play. He don't fucking play. And you be seeing him at fucking Pro-Ams dropping 90 points. Like, Ah, uh, come on. That's <laughs> Pro-Am. I got no stock in Pro-Am, bro. <laughs> Jesus. 
But yeah, I I don't know. I think maybe like a maybe a team kind of trying to like figure shit out. They're not necessarily super bad, but they're not contenders. They're kind of just in the middle. Maybe a team like that he could kind of give like a little spark to. Cause yeah, I, I could kind of see him in like that Colin Sexton role, something like that. He could be in kind of that mold. But um, yeah, Orlando. Really excited to see what they do. Wendell Carter, I think he'll have a better year. I want to see what Jet Howard does because I was not expecting them to take him at 11. That was a surprise to me. He is a good player, though. Just didn't expect to see him go that high. But, um, yeah, I think Orlando at the 10th seed should be. I think they could be anywhere. But, yeah, like you said, but anywhere between 8 and 10 would be, like, the spot for Orlando. Yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to be a little bit safe. But, yeah, I I, I, I would lock them in personally as a playing team. Yeah. But I don't want to go too high and say they're going to be the 8th seed. You know what I'm saying? Or the 7th seed. Yeah. So my number nine, um, I have the Raptors until, like you said, they move Siakam. I assume your your projection is based on them moving Siakam. The reason I'm not buying to Siakam getting moved is because they don't even want to move OG for anything. Yeah. So if they're not moving OG for anything, they're not moving Siakam for anything. They that, want, that's they want a lot for OG. Dude, For o, you could not at this point. You can't fucking send the Raptors 88 Michael Jordan for OG. Yeah. Without five picks attached. So I don't know what it is. I understand OG's a really good player. I really wanted the Knicks to trade for him during the during the deadline. But when you see what they're asking for, it's like they want a good ass player, like a young player, and like fucking four picks for OG Ananobi. Yeah. Strong disagree with that. And if that's not getting you Siakam, and if that's not getting you OG, what the fuck do you need to get Siakam at that point? But yeah, at this point, like you said, the Raptors have lost their whole championship core except these these couple of guys. Um, Grady Dick, that pick didn't really move me too much. Pause. Yeah, pause. Um, as we already discussed before, they don't really got that lead guard. But yeah. at this point in time, like Siakam, the big, the big three, I guess you could say, of Siakam, Scotty, and OG. I think that's enough to claw into like the fucking nine or eight seed at this point. Like at this point, they're a mid team that can make the plan every single year, basically forever and ever, until they say, "All right, let's hit the reset button." I'm trying to think who the fuck is going to be the point guard next year. God, I got no. Because doesn't Gary Trent start the two? And then you got what? Scotty at the. No, OG at the three, Scotty at Unless the four. Unless you do yeah. point Scotty, but Raptor fans low key like point Scotty. I don't like it, bro. I don't like the idea. You could do it in Scottie. spurts, but not the whole season. No, they, there's some of them that buy into like, this, nah, this could be our fucking fuck like, that. LeBron. Nah. This could be our primary ball handler. I'm good on that. Nah. I, I don't like that. Because. Move. I, cause he's not like a. I feel like he's not like a scoring threat like that. He's not. He's really not. He's good. He's good. Yeah. He's just not like that. Where I'm like Scotty, go take the ball up. Either create your own shot or create for somebody else. Yeah. Like for the whole fucking game, I can't do that for like five minutes, whatever. But for a whole to, fucking game, I'm good on that. Cause I'm trying to think who their point guard would be. Cause starting lineup would be Trent, OG, Scotty, and then Siakam at the five, right? So Malachi. Malachi gonna be starting? Probably. Yeah, niggas might not even make the playoffs. They <laughs> they got nothing else to throw I, out there. I'm about bro. to look at the roster right they now. They got nothing else to throw out there. That's the thing. Point guards on the roster right now: Jeff Doughton Jr., who? Malachi Flynn. Mm-hmm. Oh, Dennis Schroeder. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, I guess Dennis. So Dennis but like, Schroeder. that's not even nothing either. That's nothing crazy. Dennis Schroeder will most likely start then. That's nothing crazy though. Yeah. I still don't think crazy, but yeah, that's that's a nine seed right there. Like it's just 
what you just said right there. Although all the guys you named, that's a nine seed, maybe an eight seed. Unless they take the risk with Marquise Noel. No, I'm good. He said he's going to be the greatest Raptor to put on a uniform. Yeah, okay. Whatever. Yeah. How many How many people say that shit? The only person that shit's worked out for is, is um, Curry saying that. He said something like that. Um, DeRozan saying, I, I got shot Toronto after um, Bosch left. But he didn't even get them a chip or nothing. And the biggest one is when Tom Brady went up to to fucking Rob Kraft. And he's like, yeah, I'm Tom Brady. I'm the best decision you ever made. Most of the niggas that say shit like that, it's most likely a flop. And you don't hear those stories anymore because it's a flop. 5'8 guard. We'll see what he could do. Well, oh, do shit. I got a question for you. Do you think he will be the best five-foot guard in Raptors history? He got one competition. Stoudemire. Yep. Mighty Mouse. That Nobody motherfucker was rookie of the year. No, he's 19 not. a game. Yeah, I, but then he only played for them for like three years? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but even then, yeah, he still got it, bro. He was he ni- still got I think it. he, bro, his rookie year, he was like 19 and like nine or eight. Is that nigga even going to be better than Muggsy? Remember, Muggsy was a Raptor. Yeah, but he was. He was not shit. Yeah, he, he was old. <laughs> prime he was like Mug- 34. Prime Muggsy was the Hornets. Yeah, but he was like 34 at that point. But nah, yeah. I don't give a fuck about who's the best five something <laughs> guard in, in Toronto, bro. Are you serious? I'm oh, good. Shit. If you said like the South, I'm like, damn, you got like Isaiah Thomas. I don't know how fucking tall. Oh, you meant Kuzi like five foot players ever? Yeah, yeah like nah, bro, like, it, it would be bro. so hard to replicate what Isaiah Thomas does. You'll never see it again. You'll never see. I promise. It. Even God, then, never like, see it again. and people be saying Allen Iverson's like five eleven. <laughs> like, ah, uh, yeah, but but he's but you you could lie like they they had him register at six foot. You feel nah, me? Nah, yeah, you, he, you could you not could, register Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, you couldn't. Yeah, he could have been shorter than what he was registered. Yeah, I don't know if we'll ever see another Isaiah Thomas in the league. Like someone. Under, not counting, under 5'10", so starting at 5'9 and below, we'll never see that ever again. I don't think I we'll ever promise see that you. again. I fucking promise you. It's tough, man. Even before him, we never saw anything like that. Yeah, never. Like you said, the closest was AI, but he was 5'11", sure, but they rounded up and they made him six foot. There's yeah, nothing around Isaiah I'm trying to think of other, like, Muggsy Bogues was good, but he wasn't fucking Isaiah. How, how, how small was Tiny Archibald? I'll look that up right now. That nigga must. I remember Earl Boykins was like five five. Yeah, but he wasn't on shit. That's my point. Yeah, at least Tiny Archibald led the league in scoring and assists at the same time. Tiny Archibald, but nah, yeah. If he's under five eleven, I'll even give him five ten. All right, but I bet he was just six foot. Nah, Tiny, Tiny Archibald was six one. Exactly. Well, listed at six one, so he was probably six foot five eleven. He, he but was even probably five eleven. He was not no fucking five seven, five eight. You feel me? Spud Webb. He wasn't. As so a was player, he wasn't on shit. He was nothing But crazy. he was a good dunker. Muggsy could play defense. He was nothing crazy. It's literally just Isaiah Thomas. Muggsy. You will never see a guy shorter than 5'10", average fucking, not even the 28 or 29 that he had. You'll never see someone like that averaging 20. That's for the rest crazy. Of Muggsy lives. Bogues was like a starting point guard. That locked up, too. That's that the worst part. Up. That's the fucking worst part. I he locked Muggsy. up. Muggsy was fucking 5'3", bro. Yep. That's crazy. <laughs> bro, there's bitches taller than him. <laughs> <laughs> or we'll, we'll say women taller than him. <laughs> we'll say women taller. Than oh him. my god! Yeah. Um. Oh god. Yeah, Muggsy. Yeah, Muggsy had a season where he averaged eleven. That's it. Eleven and eight. That's well, it, almost nine. Eight point seven assists. But twenty, we'll never see again. Nah, yeah, I don't. Th- twenty nine a game. Oh, damn near thirty. Yeah, you know, he had thirty at one point in the season, bro. I, and I hate all Boston sports, but I was fucking with him. I'm not going to lie. I was yeah, fucking that with him. Sh- that shit was crazy to watch. Every fourth quarter, he was just cooking. Cooking, bro. 
Damn. King of the fourth quarter. I miss Isaiah Ain't Thomas. Ain't no Kenny Beecham, bro. Yeah. No bullshit. Who, wait, who you got at number nine, by the way? Because I got the Number Raptors. nine, I got the Chicago Bulls at nine. Okay. All right. yeah, what, so, what you want to say about the Bulls? I um, already shit on them. For me, the Bulls are kind of like mid-good. So, like, they're mid, but they're like, I expect a little bit more from them. They're like, for me, the ninth seed is kind of just like, because I feel like the highest they could be, like, for me, the highest they could be is like eight, and the absolute lowest they could be is like 11, 12. Mm -hmm. So I feel like, I feel like nine, 10 is realistically where they'll be. Uh, DeMar DeRozan, man, I have like... He's just getting old, bro. Like he's solid, but yeah. he's getting old. I, I like I, I don't know. And then Demar Derozan, as good as as good as the tenure he's had with the Bulls, I don't know. I don't know if that's enough to just like make you one of the top seeds in the East. It really isn't. Um, you still got Alex Caruso, um, Kobe White improved this season. Um, what happened? Was Io injured last year? Just wasn't on shit as like it was the year before. I feel like I barely, I don't know. I feel like I barely you heard, heard about him more as a rookie because he was better as a rookie. Yeah, and I think he probably just played a lot more too. Hundred percent. I think he might have been hurt last year. Um, Dalen Terry's going into year two, but we'll see what that looks like. Um, God, that's what, that's what we hyping up the Bulls with. Yeah, it's, it's hard. V- Vucevic is there. I remember when he's that tra- there. That's crazy. Yeah, he's he's there. there. Yeah, I remember when that trade first happened. I'm not gonna lie, I was kind of jealous because um. They had that happen, and then they got Lonzo, and I wanted Lonzo to go to the Knicks, but... Oh, thank God we didn't get him. It's funny how life works. Even in the moment, I didn't want him, bro. Jeez. Not yet, you know how I've been feeling about Lonzo, but shit, now that he hurt, like I feel bad for all the shit I said about him, but thank God he's not a Nick. Not yet. So, the Bulls, I don't know. It's going to be weird to see. I really don't have much shit to say about them, because... They're just there. They exist, they, bro. They yeah, exist. they just exist. It's... I feel like if you're a Bulls fan, it's been kind of rough since 2012. No, yeah. And there's just a couple of teams that just exist. Like the Wizards for most of the last decade have just existed. Like, unfortunately, there's just team like the Hornets for like the last decade, 100% have just existed. I guess besides the first year they were all together, like what was that, two years ago? Yeah, or two last years ago. season? Two well, years ago. Two seasons ago. Because Lonzo was playing. Um, What's been the best Bulls moment in... The last like 10, 15 years. Besides that team? Yeah, besides that. D Rose's game winner against the Cavs. Yeah, I'd probably say that too. Um, the eight seed Bulls almost taking Isaiah Thomas's first seed Celtics to, I think it took them to six games. That was playoff Rondo. Um, that's it, bro. Really? I feel like that's really it. I feel like if you're a real Bulls fan, you haven't been happy since D Rose hit that shot. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you're like that that hyped up about the Rose and making game winners and shit yeah. for like a month straight, like or maybe that um, that last year Jimmy Butler was there and he was just cooking. Yeah, that's exactly. But that, even that then, was, that, that was him and D Wade. Yeah, but, and he, D-Wade but even then, that team was an eighth seed. Yeah. So, uh, they've had a little bit better than us, though. A little bit better in the oh, last like ten last, years. Yeah, last ten oh, years. They've yeah, for sure. Us. Yeah, for us. But they they've been bad too. Though, nah, yeah, they've been, been bad. Ass. I feel like they've been bad, but nobody's really talked about it. It's just been yeah. When we're bad, niggas want to shit on us. But yeah. when the Bulls is bad, like, oh yeah, talk all, about them. But it's been it's not been OD. bad for us. But the last, I think we've had a better last ten years. F- nah, five years. I'll say maybe like five years than them. I think we kind of might might be even. 
Yeah, we I mean, we want, we want a fucking a series. playoff series. We want a series, so, uh, but yeah. yeah, I guess. Uh, it's not that much to brag about, though. You yeah, it's not that much to brag about. Uh, let's get into the actual exciting part. Eight and up. Number eight, I got the fucking Pacers. Now, what a lot of people forget about the Pacers, um, they felt pretty low, but when, at the All-Star break, remember, I remember checking the standings. I'm like, yo, we got to pass the Pacers. They're literally like the five, six seed before they really plummeted. Um, you've made a couple additions. You got Opie Toppin now, bro. You got Tyrese, another year of him improving. Bandic Matherin. Miles Turner was the best Miles Turner last year we've ever seen. I think he finally took kind of like that jump that I've been begging him to take, bro, since his rookie year. Because every every single year after his rookie, I'm like, he's going to pop off. He's going to pop off. He's going to pop off. I feel like he really did that last year. Um, I, I, I don't think I said Buddy Healed yet, but... They've got a lot of good, young, athletic guys, bro. And this is a team that is going to kind of be like the shocker team. There's going to be a team that I don't think you're going to want to play in the first round at this point. I think Tyrese Halliburton's going to... Hmm, actually, I want to think. Is... I don't think so. Is Tyrese Halliburton a top five PG right now? Um, If not, if not, he's close and he might lock it in. What, after Steph? The season. Are we counting Luka as a PG? No. Nah. So Steph, I'm sorry, but PG to me, I'm just naming is like name. under six five. I'm like stereotypical like that. I take it like that. I'm not. I don't want to put LeBron. You feel I'm me? I'm not gonna rank him in order. I'm just naming names. Like Steph, Steph Trey Young, Ja, Ja, Fox, Fox, Shea. Shit, we're counting Shea as a point. I I would. Okay, Shea. Yeah, that's five already. Yeah, damn. <laughs> Jalen Brunson. Brunson. Yeah. Uh, but you know he he, he could he's he, he's right there though. Don't we at least say that he's right there. He's yeah, right he, there on the edge. Um, he's better than Drew Holiday. You feel me? Like he's better than guys yeah. I would, like that. I would say so. Um, I guess it's between him and Garland too in that conversation. But I think Tyrese Halliburton this season is gonna be really fucking special. Damn, yo, him and Garland, yo, that's. But yeah, not yeah. That's I didn't even really think about that. Who you got at eight? I also got the Indiana Pacers at eight. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm really excited for this team, this, this for this upcoming season. Really big fan of Tyrese Halliburton. Sometimes I watch his highlights and I'm like, that's kind of the shit I be doing sometimes. I remember but, I wanted us to draft him too. Yeah, I wanted. But I, I'm a little yeah, less hurt now that we got Brunson. Yeah, I wanted us to draft him too. He that would have been a great fit for us. Um, I'm excited to see what Benedict Matherin does in year two. Um, they also got Jarris Walker. I really like that pick for them. Mm-hmm. He's he's that boy is a dog. Seeing him and Miles Turner together, that's going to be a scary sight. Um, Buddy Hield is still there. Miles Turner, blocking machine, he's still there. Um, they got rid of Qu- uh, Chris Duarte. That was kind of quick. <laughs> but, um, yeah, but I really have high hopes for this team. Rick Carlisle is a good coach with Dallas. I feel like towards the end, it was his voice was kind of just running out mm-hmm. in the locker room. But with this team... He could motivate them. Could bring something out. Um, I think we will see. What well, Halliburton was also this past season. Right? Yes, he was. You remember, think, remember you, the Wise Irby? I think he's like. Oh yeah, a he's a wannabe also. Yeah, I don't know why he said that. He just wanted back Brunson. I respect it. That's kind of fucked up. Back though. your niggas, bro. I, I got no problem with that. Back up your niggas. No, that I don't know. That shit just came out of nowhere because Halliburton isn't like a. Cause I remember you gotta remember it was him and Brunson for like that last spot. It was between him, Brunson, and Harden for that like last guard spot. And of course he was in the back of his boy, you feel me? I, I respect guess. it. 
I guess. If you was in the NBA and I was an announcer and they're like, oh, fucking Darius Garden should be an all-star with Justin. I'm like, fuck no, he shouldn't. It should be Justin. Back your boys. You feel me? That's what it I is. guess it's just the way he said it, like the tone. He's like, want to be all-star. I'm I like, respect yeah. this. Bro, he sounded like fucking Tyrese fuck this bitch. Like, I, I respect it, though. <laughs> I respect yeah, it. That's correct. I don't know. But yeah, um, I think he could maybe be all-star again. Oh, no, he will. He will. Yeah, I think he could definitely do it again. Um, you still got CJ McConnell, one of the better backups in the league. I really like CJ McConnell. He's one guy I feel like a lot of people would want to get into a fight with him. If you're, <laughs> I think he had 10 steals against the Knicks. Yeah, you fucking, if he's picking you up full court, I'd be tight. I'd be so tight. But yeah, TJ McConnell's a good player. Um, is Jalen Smith still on the team? I believe so. Ah, uh, yeah. Jalen Smith, I like Jalen Smith. I think he's a good player. Um, I feel like his Phoenix kind of gave up on him too early. But I like what he gives for the Pacers because he provides that spacing. And he could also shot block. That was one of the reasons they picked him at 10 in the in the 2020 draft. So I kind of like how he compliments Miles Turner. He's still oh, and they got Bruce Brown. We forgot. We, oh, yeah, we, Bruce we Brown. over Bruce Brown. Yeah, big addition, Bruce Brown. Yeah, I really like <laughs> this fucking team's offseason. This team's going to be fire. They, they won the offseason, yeah, I think. The, yeah, for me, I would say them and the Rockets. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, sure. oh yeah, I forgot about the Dylan Brooks shit. Sure, sure. I'm just thinking about draft. All right. What about what about number seven? Because this is where I got the Hawks. I'm gonna be very brief on the Hawks because so many people were high on the Hawks last year, and I'm like, bro, they're not that crazy. They're they're not better than this team. Not better than this team. A lot of people were saying there's a top three team now. They got Dejounte Murray. They are seven or six seed to me, bro. They're nothing special. They didn't really do anything too crazy. They finally trade away John Collins. But in terms of additions, really nothing crazy, bro. Like, I, I, I got nothing too much. If you didn't do too much as a team, I don't got that much to say about you, to be honest. So that's why I'm going to leave it with Atlanta. Yeah, I also have the Hawks at, a, at seven. My bad. Um, Yeah, I kind of want to see. It's kind of hard because this team is like the definition of mid. Like... And we've said that to like three teams already. We said now. it to three teams, but like if you saw if there was mid in the dictionary, it should be a picture of the Hawks. A little bit higher, yeah. They're like yeah. a higher tier of like middling path. Because I would see their record like it would be like last ten games, five and five. Yes. Last thirty games, fifteen, 15 and 15. fifteen. Like this team is mid as fuck. And you would think that they're better because like the names. The, the names they have on their team. But um Trey Young, great player. I feel like he's kind of getting like a little bit more slept on and hated on now but i still feel like he is a great point guard in this league i think he's kind of like plateaued oh you think he's just i don't think he sucks he's gotten worse but you think i don't think i don't think he could get better because he can't improve he literally like i guess he could try more on defense but he can't do anything about it bro when you're that small you can't do shit i hear what you're saying i guess for them it would come for a player that just flat toes but with the talent of Trey Young, I feel like for him to excel is just going to come down to a creative ass coach mm. that will have like some type of offensive scheme where he could really just like Brad Stevens, even though he's yeah. he's a front office guy now. But he did with Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, I feel like that is the way because I'm not expecting fucking Trey Young to just come out into next season. He's like, oh yeah, I'm averaging 35 next year. It would take some type of coach like if he was in a Dan Tony system 
Brad Stevens system, yeah, I could see fucking Trey Young averaging like 33 or some shit. But just off the, I feel like Quinn Snyder's more of a defensive minded coach. 100%. And with the Jazz, we saw them take a lot of threes. So that's probably the direction they're going to go as a team. And they move the ball a lot. So we'll see that. We'll see another year of DeJounte Murray there, even though a lot of people didn't really like how it went the first year. Hopefully DeAndre Hunter is healthy this year. I like him as a player, but he's really injury prone. Uh, Clint Capella has been like the most sure thing on this team. But you know what you're going to get. You know what you're going to get from Nothing him. crazy. Yeah, though. nothing crazy. You're going to get your 15 and like 11 rebounds from him. And he's. they've also been talking about him being on the trade block. So we'll see with that. Um, Onyeka Kangwu is going into year four. I want to see what he does. He's kind of say that every year though. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's he's been kind of just like inconsistent with his minutes, but like I feel yeah, he's got to be the next step. You got to bring him in sooner or later. He's he's like he's kind of blocked off by Clint. That's kind of what it is. That's the only problem. Yeah, because you got to move Clint. Yeah, you you'll probably have to move Clint. But at this point, not gonna do it. I feel like they're so hesitant because you don't really know what. Onyek is going to get you sometimes, and you just know where Clint is going to get you. You so, guarantee like yeah, Clint, 11 and, and 12. Clint is a reliable pro, so he's always he's going always going to have a job in this league. And then A.J. Griffin, year two, he had a good rookie year. Um, Jalen Johnson, hopefully we see more minutes from him. Um, Sharif Cooper, he was one of them guys in the G League. I think he was like G League MVP or something like that. But of course he, he probably won't even. Hopefully he gets minutes. He was one of the top high school guys when coming out of his high school class. So maybe we see minutes from him. Um, but yeah, this is going to fall a lot on Quinn Snyder and what he could do. The full season. Because yeah. with Trey Young, <laughs> with coaches, it's not really looking too good. This is Quinn Snyder. He's no bullshit, though. It should be. It's like, bro, my way or get the fuck out. I don't remember who was the coach when Trey Young was a rookie. It wasn't it. It was Lloyd Pierce, I think. No, nah, I think it was somebody else. It was someone before Lloyd Pierce. I think it was somebody else. Then it was Lloyd Pierce. Mm, I couldn't tell you then. Because I remember it was Lloyd Pierce, Nate, and then now Quinn. I don't know who came before, though. I think it was somebody else. Lloyd Pierce. It wasn't then. Bud, though. Bud was already on the Bucks. I'm about to check now. No, yeah. So it was, I remember Lloyd Pierce, Nate, and then Quinn. So that would be the 1819. 19 um, eighteen, nineteen. Who's the coach? Oh, it was Lloyd Pierce. All okay, right, yeah. Okay, so it was but, Lloyd but, Pierce. All right. Also, it was Lloyd Pierce's first year as a coach. Okay. All right, but yeah, I mean, yeah. So Lloyd Pierce was a coach for two and a half years, and then Nate McMillan stepped in. And they had a good year with Nate McMillan. Then the year after, it was middling of the pack. Yeah, they had one. Yeah, and then yeah, Nate McMillan was on. Yo, his teams just be fucking good be, one year, good one year, and then and just mid. At, oh yeah, actually I mean, I'll not. Say I'll say the Pacers. We're good for two years. Like, that's 17, 18. Actually, I'll say three. I'll say the 17, 18 paces were really good. But, yeah, and that also factors in all the depot, too, getting hurt. Yeah. Yeah, that's who. Yeah, 18, 19 paces were still good. I thought the 19, 20 paces were good as fuck, too. That was okay, the, yeah, yeah. That remember, was their first year with, with Brogdon. That was, um, um, fuck, what's his name? Him and the, and, and the dude on the horse got the same name. Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich. Yeah, yeah, Bogdanovich was there. Sabonis. I think that was Sabonis' first all-star yeah, year. Yeah, he's an all-star. Uh, Turner Miles was Turner was Miles Turner. Yeah, that team was fucking stupid. TJ Warren. Did we say TJ Warren already? Oh, yeah, TJ Warren. That's when he fought That's Jimmy when, Butler. 
Yeah, and then he he started tweaking in the bubble like that. He oh, was cooking yo, that, though. That Pacers team was fucking crazy. They were pretty yo, good. That team was pretty they good. They were they were a 4C for no fucking reason. Yeah, they got fucking swept. <laughs> I thought they'd put up a fight. They ain't do shit. All right, next number six. I'm basing this on um, Harden leaving because I don't think he's gonna put on a six uniform ever again. Or if he does, he'll have the fat suit on for a week. Harden leaving will lead to the Sixers being a six seed. Yeah, you got Pat Bev as an addition. <laughs> as a top addition. You got Max. He's going to be a 20-point-per-game guy without Hart in there. And Embiid's going to do Embiid shit. But this is another team that doesn't really like excite me. It's more so the outside drama that's exciting me way, way, way more than what's going to be happening on the court. So Embiid might try. He'll be in MVP conversations, of course, 100%. He's going to be a top-five player in the, in the league again. But... This team's not going anywhere crazy. I don't think whoever's going to end up in the third seed, if the Sixers are six seed, is going to be like, fuck, like I'm scared. I'm not I'm not scared of a Sixer team without Harden because I don't know what haul they're getting back because his value is so low with all the shit he's talking. So at this point, yeah, I'm, I'm banking on an Embiid Maxi team and Pat Bev because... I value Pat Bev way more than fucking Tobias Harris oh, at this was, point in time. I was about to say no Tobias. I knew, I knew, I knew when you looked at me, you was like, "What about Tobias?" Now, fuck Tobias Harris. That that's that's the team that they're gonna be rocking with. That's gonna get them to like a six seed, probably win like forty six games. Yeah, I also have the Sixers as the six seed. Um, yeah, with James Harden on that shit up in the air, we don't know what's gonna happen. If they come back, they could be like a top four, top five seed. Woohoo! One more spot. Like, it don't really matter. Going to shit, um, I think Embiid's production is good enough to just just get you out of the plane and be at the sixth seed. Um, with this uncertainty with Harden, we should see a jump from Maxi. Really love his game. I think we'll see him at like 21, 22 points a game. Yeah. Um, Tobias Harris, I don't fucking know. Like, maybe with James Harden, we kind of see a little bit more consistent version of him. Um, I was about to say, you know what you're going to get from Tobias Harris, but actually, no. You don't know. The anymore, definition bro. of Tobias Harris is you don't know what the fuck you're going to get from him. He has an eight-point game or a 20-point game. Yeah. He's Shit. That, that motherfucker might have a 22-point game, and then the next game, he might have like four. Four? Yeah. That's why I never bet. I don't yeah. think I've ever put a bet on Tobias Harris. He's one of don't know. It'll be like at 17 and a half. You're like, fuck, I don't know what to fucking play. I remember uh, two years ago in the playoffs... I think his over, <clears throat> I think his over was like 18 and a half. I would not touch that. Bro. Either I, way, no, I, I wouldn't go over or under. I took the under. The motherfucker had 20 at half. And I was sick. Under, and then bro. the next game, that motherfucker had like four points. Or f- he had like four or six. He's I, volatile as fuck. I'm like, bro. So you really don't know what you're getting from him. I feel like the most consistent version of Tobias Harris was like on the Clippers. I guess, but even even there, he was... But even then, yeah. I don't think he's not um, crazy. But this team, they're, they're not going to go anywhere. Yeah, and be- like, I, like we said in the last pod, I think Embiid's going to get moved next offseason. Yeah. He's going to be fucking pissed. Biggest additions is Pat Bev. Respect Pat Bev. Yeah, Pat Bev um, and Nick Nurse, new coach. Um, yeah, maybe a new voice could do something. He's going to play the fuck out of the starters. That's one thing I know for sure. You, that's a bad thing for Embiid. You might wear his ass down before the playoffs. You might get him hurt. Pause, bro. pause. pause yeah, pause. But um, <laughs> yeah. Pat Bev is a great locker room leader, but like, 
I feel like it's going to be kind of hard with this team because, like, you have all the hard and shit going around, and it's kind of hard to uplift these. And this is, like, an older team, mm-hmm. I'd want to say. I feel like Pat Bev's presence is more felt on a younger team, kind of like the Timberwolves, like we saw. Um, I feel like He's the, that guy, bro. He needs his respect. Nah, yeah. I fuck with Pat Bev. That's why I say that. I liked them on the Lakers, even though that was I liked of, them everywhere. Yeah. Even as a rocket, I liked him as a fucking rocket, bro. Did you like him as a bull? Yeah. Mm. I liked him as a Laker, though, probably the most because either as a Laker or a Clipper, either Ellie, because that fucking putback, that shit was funny, and he followed that shit up with the camera shit. Oh, the, like, camera the camera shit. That was top five. That shit, no, I think that's his best moment ever because he had the dunk right before, and then he was like, look at this shit. He's, he's like, look at He's like, you missed that shit, nigga. And then he got kicked out, bro. Yeah, <laughs> kicked out. That, that was, shit. Yo, that was tough. And, and when he told Curry, he's like, these next five years are mine. And Curry's like, nigga, aren't you like 34? I'll never, <laughs> I'll never forget. Uh, I'll never forget Lonzo's first game when that oh, nigga yeah, picked him up full court. And that nigga oh chucked him. <laughs> dude, bro, I was so hyped, bro. Yo, that I was, was funny. I was on the anti-Lonzo train, bro. I, I, Yo, that I was mad that, funny. Yeah. That was funny as fuck. Uh, number five, the Knicks. Who's my five? Who you got at five? I got, Bef- the, I got the Cavs. All right, all right, all right. So we're probably not too far off. Um, we lost Obi Toppin. I, I'm not too hurt by it. I think he's going to be so much better in Indiana. It was just a, a matter of fact of he's getting blocked out by Julius Randle. And I don't blame the Knicks for moving Obi Toppin. At least we got his brother. Let's see what his brother does. He's not going to play. Yeah, he's not going to fucking he's play. He's not going to play. But we got Dante DiVincenzo now. Resigned Josh Hart. Um, we're going to have another year of Brunson. He's going to be an all-star this year. He should be stamped. I think he should be stamped. I'm scared of Julius Randle because we see that Julius Randle on even years is ass. 2020, terrible. 2022, really fucking bad. This year, I don't know I if think, he's going to break the curse. I think he's going to be good this year. I think he's going to be ass. You think and then so? 24, 25, it's going to be fucking all NBA again. Like I don't know. It's the odd, the odd years. Even your Julius Randle is terrible at this point. I think he'll be good. I think only because... We have Brunson now. And because 2020, what, two? He's coming into the year. Primary at, ball handler. Primary ball handler. He Reliant, just. But he was. He, he used to piss me off. When he was like, he started being a bitch and fight. He was like, oh, I thought RJ was going to close out for us. Bro, you were the all star last year, most improved on BA. And here you are moping like, oh, I thought RJ was going to take it over. I think he will still be. I think he'll still have the same production as last year because that 2022 season, he's coming into the year primary ball handler. He just had the season of his life. So now teams is fucking keying in on him every fucking night like he's the guy. And even then, even that year, he might have not had like everyone says he sucked. But like counting stats wise, he was still like. Yeah, but he was empty stats, bro. Yeah, we was watching. But he was still good, though. He, but it wasn't like the same impact. But I, th- I think, I think this team's in a. But I think he, forty-eight wins. I think this season Julius Randle was. I think he'll be where he was at last year mm-hmm. because we have Brunson lead guard. He'll take some of that. He'll ease some of that pain off, um, and then Randle could just keep doing his thing. So I think he'll still be in the same production. The one thing with Randall this year, I feel like went crazy was his rebounding. Yeah, his rebound. He's always got a rebound. Then I go have ten points on. 20% shooting, but he'll have 12 rebounds. Yeah, there were games this year where he would have like 25 points and like 15 rebounds. Mm-hmm. Like, shit like that. I'm like, so yeah, I think his production will stay the same. I don't, 
I, I'm liking what you're saying because that means you got the Knicks higher. Yeah. I think Randall's cap is like 25, 26 points a game. Yeah. I think I think he's going to be a little bit lower. Probably like 22 and Brunson's going to have that 26. Orange is going to have like 17, 18. Hart and DiVincenzo are going to be good role guys. Quickly, six-man of the year campaign. Not going to win, but he's going to be up there. I don't know if he's going to win it yet, but... Oh, excuse me. Mitchell Robinson's going to be good. Just solid team all around, bro. But yeah. why you got the Cavs kind of low? I think the Cavs, the Cavs, they brought in um, Max Struess. Who else did they bring in? They brought in somebody else. Um, I'll check for you while you keep going. Yeah, they brought in Max Struess while he checks the, the other additions. Um, I know they brought in snipers. That's what they're trying to do. They brought in um, some shooters. Yeah, they want some shooters. They need a they need a wing. Like I've been saying, they need a wing. Um, we got but, Moni Bates, Ty Jerome, George's Niang, Max Drews. Oh yeah, George's Niang. That was the other one. That was their offseason. George's Niang, Max Drews, Moni Bates. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they've been going in on that wing, seeing what they're trying to do. I would say, I guess they this could be one of those teams that kind of tries to go heavy mm-hmm. on the top seed for home court advantage. But I'm like. What does that really mean? Because, like, they had home court advantage this last playoffs. Didn't really do anything for them. I feel like it's going to be – teams are going to look at them differently. Is You have a two-small guard backcourt. Donovan Mitchell is a dynamic scorer. But sometimes it's hard. Like, Darius Garland is really good, but I feel like he could play with, with the ball without his hands, but – I feel like he's way more effective when he's when he's going. When he's the man. When I feel like the Cavs look their best when Darius Garland got it going. So I don't know. That's gonna take he's some, the engine. Yeah, I think that's gonna take some figuring out. Yeah, he gotta be the engine. I'm not saying he gotta be out there scoring thirty, but like he gotta have twenty though at least. Yeah, twenty to win, to win games. Because remember in that Knicks series when he got shut down, bro. It was raps for them, though. Keep and the one game they won was when Garland he went off. And I was telling people, I'm like, bro, there's going to be at least one Garland game. And I thought there was going to be more. I'm not going to lie. And he's going to go crazy and they're going to win that. I was like, when there's a Garland game, they're going to win. Or when they're both cooking, they're going to win that game. And I forgot what game it was. I think it might have been game four where he started cooking in like the third quarter and they started coming back. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. It was, it was. Was it game it four? Was four? It was It was in New York. I think it was game four. It was three or four. He was in New York. Because I remember game three. I think that might have been the game where we blew them out. Yeah, I think game yeah, game three we blew them out in the garden. And I, I think I tell you. Yeah, I think game three we blew them out in the garden because that was a Friday night game. And then game four was a Sunday game. And that game was kind of close and we won. And we won. And then we beat them in Cleveland. Yeah. In game five. So yeah, um Darius Garland has to be the engine. I don't the only reason I don't have this team higher is because, like, I think the Bucks are going to finish better. Mm-hmm. Um, Celtics, Celtics are obviously going to finish better. Um, but what's left over? You got the Heat and the Knicks? And I mean, the Knicks, They're yeah. kind of the same tier, though. Yeah, Heat and Knicks are on the same tier. I have the Knicks just one spot higher, mm-hmm. so it's not really too big of a difference. Um, yeah, for the Cavs, I guess just figuring out that wing depth is going to be a thing. We're going to see what Jared Allen does. I feel like the the cloud around Jared Allen's name right now has kind of been different ever since that series. So we'll, I think he's going to have a good season. We said he needs a sandwich. Well, we said him and Mobley, Mobley need a needs a sandwich. I want to see what Mobley does <laughs> in this next season. Um, Hopefully he improves offensively. 
DPOY candidate. He, he's going to win it. He's winning this year. You think so? Yeah. I think, yeah, he's going he's gonna to have to be, I think down the line, he's going to have to be there at five. Mm-hmm. 100%. Like, he's going to have to be there at five. Allen's cool right now, but you got to move him. Because I'm like. Move Allen and keep Mobley. Yeah. So, yeah. I guess what they're trying to do now is just get more um, certainty for that mm-hmm. wing spot. Because we saw in the playoffs last year, Okoro, great defender. I'm not even going to say great. Good defender. He's solid, cool. Cool. But he don't hit shots. Like, he, he got no offense. Yeah, he he be having games where he's just out there. He got no like we said last time. Levert got offense, no defense. Coral, no offense, all defense. And puts them together, they'll be cool, but sometimes they lack in what they good at. Yeah. And a coral, you his minutes are fucking dipping season by season. Because he's not that. He's so, not that fucking good, bro. Max Drew should help that out with the shooting. George's Niang's a shooter. Um Imoni Bates is one of the top high school players. We'll see what he does. Um, but yeah, I think this team, yeah, they're going to be in the mix. They're going to have big games. We're going to see throughout the regular season, they might take a game from the Celtics and everybody's going to be like, Oh, the Cavs. Yeah. The Cavs. But I like the Cavs though. Yeah. I like the Cavs too, but, um, I don't know for me, it, it just leaves a bad taste pause. pause. Cause, um, I don't know. I guess it, it, I don't know. I guess it just looks bad when you lose to the Knicks. Come on. So. And I'm a fan, but it just it just <laughs> looks. It, I don't know. I guess it's just all this shit I just hear. So when you lose to us, it just it looks different because they were supposed to win that series. Yeah, I, even Remember, I, they were seen as contenders. They even were I, to go to yeah, so finals. that's why it, I, I think I picked the Cavs to beat us. I could be wrong. That's why I left kind of a sour taste pause because like I had this team as like they could go to the ECF. Me too. And for us, like nigga, we were we were happy to just be at the party. Like the but ca- they underestimated us at dance with the Cavs were supposed to, the Cavs were the guy at the party that was supposed to hook up with the girl. We were the guy that with no drip, we, no, no money. Drip. We were just funny. We were the last minute invite. We were just funny. We were the guy that got invited because one guy backed out. Yeah. And we ended up taking the girl. Exactly. So <laughs> So yeah, we left. We, we, no. Sounds familiar. No. <laughs> Sounds like you're talking about a real life story that I was nah, there for. I'm just making an analogy. But yeah, <laughs> we start looking at that Cavs guy a little bit differently. Be a loser. Yeah. So, not saying he don't get Maybe. girls no more, but like, you let that guy take- Smash? Yeah. Take your girl? So, we kind of look at him different now. He, he, could still, he could still do his thing, but we just look at him different now. I think Cavs at five. I could see the Cavs between- Three and five, realistically. Me too. So who's your four seed? Um, four seed for me right now, I got Miami. And um, I understand they just went to the finals as the eight seed. But <clears throat> as we've seen a couple of times since Jimmy Butler has been to Miami, seedings, like the regular season is not really like a big deal to them. Last year, we saw them get in as an eight seed. Um, I believe they were a four seed one point in time. They were the one seed the year before last so it's, it's just constantly fluctuating. I think in the bubble, they're a two or three. If I'm not mistaken, they're one of the two or three seeds. So regular season, the Miami Heat, you don't know what the fuck you're going to get from them, to be honest. Um, they've lost a lot of guys. They lost Gabe Vincent. They lost Max Strews. Um, They lost Oladipo. They've lost a lot of guys. But um, have they made any big additions back? Not necessarily. But this is kind of predicating... Well, this doesn't even predicate on the Dame thing, to be honest with you. Whether they get Dame or not, I think they're a four seed. Dame will make them better in the playoffs, 
but in the regular season, I don't, I don't think, I don't think it's gonna make them from like oh, there's gonna be a fifty win team, it's like fifty eight to sixty wins. It, they're just gonna, I think I got them locked in like at fifty wins as a four seed right now. It's a good team, but as we've seen them every single fucking year except the one year against Milwaukee where they got smoked. This is a playoff team. They don't give a fuck about the regular season. Jimmy will probably play like sixty five games or something, but when it comes playoff time. They're contenders. They're contenders until they get, you know, swept in the first round. But no matter what, they're always going to be in that fight. They're always going to be throwing hands. Tyler Harrow's coming back. So that's kind of like a fake addition because he's just coming back. He wasn't in the playoffs. He's going to do his thing. He's going to drop his 20-something points. Bam's going to be a top three defender in the NBA again. Jimmy's going to be Jimmy in the regular season. And we're going to really see the real Jimmy come out in the playoffs. But right now, um, I'm not buying into anything of them being a, a top three seed. They'll have home court advantage first round. But after that, nothing too crazy. Damian Lillard or not, four seed. Lock it in. Now, yeah, for my four seed, I got the Knicks. Uh, you really pretty much tackled everything about them. Um, last year, they finished as, what, the fifth seed? Yes. So just one spot up. I think that full season with Josh Hart this time around, because we got him during the trade deadline, I think that's going to be a really good thing. How many games in a row do we win him? Like eight, right? Some shit like that. I think we won eight or nine games in a row yeah. with him. And now we're adding DiVincenzo to that. And then a year, now we got another year with Jalen Brunson already familiar with the offense. We know what he could do now. Um, I think Julius Randle is going to continue to do what he does. I'm not really worried about him having a shitty year, even though that's kind of like the trend. But I think he'll be fine. Like he's going to play to his standards. Um I think RJ will probably get what we normally get from him, like 18 a game around there. Hopefully he's more efficient and he finds confidence in his drives and in his shooting touch. I think the four seed is kind of like safe. That's kind of like the safe spot for us. And then I got the heat as my three. Wait a second. So when you say the four seed is safe, you're saying this is a lock for the Knicks or are you saying this is their peak? Um, I feel like I could see the Knicks anywhere between... I'll say like four and six. Yeah, that's that, that's reasonable. But I remember last year. Close. I remember last year. I was like, I could see the Knicks anywhere between like eight and like nine. Dude, last year, especially around All Star break, I'm like, yo, just just please grab the six seed. I don't want to be in the plan. Just please grab the six seed. Now yeah, last and we went more than that. Remember the Heat were ahead of us. The Pacers were ahead of us. As I said earlier, I, I was think the like, Nets might have been ahead of us. Yeah, the Nets, Pacers, and Heat were ahead of us. I'm like, yo, please. If if and I would I would check the stands every day. I'm like, if these guys fall off one game, we're now the six seed. Yeah. We're now the five seed. So when we peaked at that five seed, dude, I was so fucking. I remember hyped. definitely last year before the season, I was like, I think we could be the eight seed. And people were like, nah, I think the Knicks are gonna be like ten or eleven. I'm like, what the fuck? Well, people were sleeping on Jalen Brunson. People thought that was a joke signing. Um, I'll be right. I thought Jalen Brunson was gonna be good, like an eighteen point per game guy, maybe seven assists, but this good. Especially yeah. post All Star break, how good he was, man! Like a full season of that again with his boy Josh Hart, with his boy Divincenzo. You already got that big three chemistry. Just miss, just missing Bridges at this point. If we yeah. could get Bridges, that'd be really fucking nice. Not likely, but it would be really fucking nice. Um, I'm really liking Mitchell Robinson, but you know who I'm really excited about? Jericho Sims. Oh, I thought he was about to say Q Grimes. I like Jericho you know, Sims. Q Grimes. None of us even touched on, but that's true yeah. too. But I'm a I'm a really big fan of um, Chris Jericho Sims. He's <laughs> no, nah, I'm being dead ass. I I really like him. Like he could guard out on the perimeter. He's swatting shots. 
we all know he got the bunnies. It's it's kind of like if Mitchell Robinson goes down, I'm not panicking, you know. Yeah. I heart as well. Like I'm not I'm not panicking if I heart or or Mitchell Robinson goes down because when Jericho Sims gets those minutes, I'm happy with his minutes. Like I'm not expecting him to drop 15 or anything, but him getting like eight points all on lobs or or put back dunks. 10 rebounds, a couple of blocks. I'm more than happy with that because Mitchell Robinson does that anyways at a higher pay grade. I love his rebounding for the team. He's a beast. Yeah. Um, I guess I could talk about the Heat because I got them at my three seed. Yeah. So, yeah, like you, I, what you said is a good point. Like the Heat aren't really like a, a team that kind of goes for that one seed, even though we, we did see them be the one seed two seasons ago. I think around three, four is kind of where they'll be at. Um, you still want to get home court advantage. You still want to be in the mix. I think I think they could do that. You'll have Tyler Hero come back. Hopefully, we don't know what's gonna happen with this Dame trade. We don't know. I'm even with them. I still see them like around that three spot. Yeah. But without them, I still think they could be there. Um, the loss of Struess and Vincent is gonna hurt. Hundred percent. But I really liked what I saw from from Hami Hakez. I think he's going to be a good piece for the Heat. Um, Jovic, hopefully he takes a step. We'll see from that. And Orlando Robinson, he was the runner-up for MVP in the summer league. So, and you know, Heat guys, you could be, you could have been fucking not playing a week ago, and you're on the Heat, and you're they could pick us up off the street. We could probably contribute two points. I wouldn't play not not per game, but if, if Spo put us in the game. We could probably in like ten minutes get two points. Motiv- At that point, Spo like, will motivate the shit out of me, but he's not putting me in the game. <laughs> but, but you, know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know it's what like you, mean. you could pick anybody. Yeah, you could that pick, ass, yeah. Uh, Spo could find a six-two homeless man yeah. and be like, "Yo, I got three minutes for you." And then it'll be like a three minutes where his plus minus will be like plus three. You seen that meme with him at LA Fitness just watching the runs? There was runs going on and you just see, I think it was him and Pat Riley just looking out the window and they're like, they're looking for their next undrafted guy. But not yet. Um, my, we got to get to that LA Fitness, bro. Not yet. I think oh, High, Hayward Highsmith, he was playing big playoff minutes. Mm-hmm. We saw Caleb Martin doing big things in the playoffs. So, And he'll probably get a bigger role this upcoming season because now Struess isn't there. Uh, Vincent isn't there. Um, I would love to see a little bit more from Bam offensively, but we know how he is defensively. He's a fucking anchor. He's top three. Yeah, he's a fucking... He's a very good playmaker. He's kind of underrated in that aspect. So... I think the Heat will be fine. I think, I think they'll be. I think they're going to be looking to be, not the like the top seed, but they want to get that home court advantage. Because, mm-hmm. man, that ECF playing a game seven in Boston, they got the win, but they probably it's tough. yeah, it's tough. And they're probably like, fuck that. We want to just keep shit at home, and it's, it's tough to play in Miami, man. It's tough to play. It is. On it is, bro. When yeah. that when that Miami crowd gets rocking, bro. Yeah. There's very few. Uh, teams that have a bigger home court advantage than, than the Heat do. Very, 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 very few, bro. And those teams would probably be like the Knicks, Celtics, Lakers. But besides that, bro, like the Heat, bro, in terms of home court advantage, it's going to be hard to get a win there because of that fucking crowd. Yeah. Incredible fucking crowd. So my number three seed, I guess our three to five is similar. It just depends on what you value and, and how things are going to fall into place. Yeah. This is where I have the Cavs. Mm. I believe you had the Cavs at five. Um, yeah. This is where I, I have the Cavs. Um, they like I'm loving the Max Struess move. That's going to be a good addition for them because they need that shooting, bro. As we saw against the Knicks, bro, they were killing for somebody to make a fucking open shot. 
and no one could do it. No, who, who are you going to depend on? Okoro and Karis Avert both couldn't do it. Shetty Ozen was kind of okay, but it's like this is definitely a big fucking upgrade for them. Hell yeah, hundred percent. Um, you touched on Moby a little bit earlier. I don't know what the odds are, but I do want to lock in a Mobley bet for Defensive Player of the Year. Mm. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm that confident in him. He's an incredible young player, one of the best young players that, that the league has to offer. And he's on the Cavs with Darius Garland and Donovan Mitchell, two other younger guys. Donovan Mitchell's basically in his prime right now, but he's not even 30 yet. And he he's incredible. I think Donovan Mitchell's going to be in that top 10 conversation, maybe ease his way into top seven. Because remember, he was in MVP talks for a short amount of time. I believe he averaged like 28 points per game last season. Confident he could do that again. Confident that Darius Garland could be one of the best point guards in the NBA. And very, very confident in, in, in Mobley being the, in the, the defensive player of the year. Uh, Jared Allen, for now, he's going to do his thing. How far they'll get in the playoffs, though, because I think the playoffs is what matters right now. I don't know. I got to see how this team plays out, Max Drews. But currently right now, this is looking like a three-seed to me. This is looking like a 51 team. I think playoffs, they're also in that category of team, like... Something has to go. They just have to. Something has to go right for them, like another team getting knocked out or somebody mm-hmm. getting hurt, and they could sneak in somewhere. I kind of put the Knicks in that same category too. Like nobody probably puts us in ECF or Finals bound, but like something happens, we never know. Those two teams, I could see like slipping in through yeah. the crack. I believe we said it last episode. Like yeah, when it comes to remember the Eastern Conference Finals. Common sense, two teams got to make it. Yeah. And that means one of the Bucks, Celtics, used to be Philly, but I think the Cavs are going to occupy their spot right now. The Cavs mm-hmm. and the Heat, two of those got to go out. And two of those, obviously, are going to play fucking against each other at some point in time. Yo, so my- you just got to luck into it. The Hawks lucked into it. They lucked into yeah. it in conference finals. I don't want to say that as like an insult. It's not an insult. It's not an yeah. insult at all, but you played the one seed and things just went right, such as Ben Simmons choking. That, that just went right And I you. remember when that series started, I'm like, yo, I think the Hawks could win the series. And I didn't think that. I thought that. I was like, and beat his battle. Especially after beast. especially after game one, I was mm-hmm. like, the Hawks could definitely. Because, bro, I think the Hawks won game one. I, yeah, and Trey Young was having his way. I wouldn't be able to. I wouldn't even be able to process I, it. Yeah, I think. Dude, I already, I already forgot how some of these series went nah, just the now. Ha- yeah. The Hawks won game one, I remember. And I remember Trey Young was. That was the scary thing, that Trey Young wouldn't even be like. He wouldn't even have his best games offensively, but like his play, else was picking him up. His playmaking would keep him in the game. Because mm-hmm. I remember that game seven, he was like, I think he was like five for fifteen. Yeah, he he wasn't. He but was he had right fucking there. like fifteen assists or some shit. Bogdanovich was really fucking good. John yeah. Collins was Kevin Herter, really fucking good. Kevin Herter was that great. last game, bro. He had like twenty five. He was great, bro. Yeah. Um, Gallinari was hooping sometimes. Yeah. It was just a good overall team. They, they were a really good team. Everything was just clicking. But when we say luck into it, I don't want to say like luck too much. There's luck to it. But sometimes things just click. Your team gets hot at the right time. Yeah. Or the team that you're facing just goes straight up cold like Philly did against the Hawks. And not even just that too. Like you might see like another factor into that is like you had the Nets and the Bucks play each other in the second round. That's what I'm saying. Those Some were, of those teams got to play against yeah, each other. Yeah, so like... Imagine this year we see Celtics Bucks playing round two mm-hmm, again yeah. because they did it two years ago. So that's a possibility that could happen, and it just leaves the door wide open for another team for the Cavs, the Knicks, a team like that. Like those are the two teams where it's like things have to go right for you because you're not expected to make the conference finals. I think they're in the same tier, 
Um, even though I have the Cavs over Miami, Miami's in that contender tier. Yeah, the I'll, Knicks yeah, and the and the Cavs are kind of like, if one thing goes wrong for those uh, three, four teams, then we're in there. We're I guess the I would mix. put. I guess I would put like Philly in there too. Not anymore. Not anymore. Not anymore. Philly used to be in the in that tier of the four teams where all right, two of these got to go down. But at this point, they're not in that tier. They're not in the tier of things got to go right to me at this point mm-hmm. because once James Harden's gone, oh yeah, that's true. I guess I, don't know. I guess with Harden with there, with Harden, yeah, yeah, with Harden there, they'll be they'll be in that mix with the Knicks and the Cavs. Exactly, but at this point in time, with with him having to be on the way out, yeah, I don't see it right now. So we down to the last two teams. Obviously, is Boston and and the Milwaukee Bucks. Who do you have as number two though? For the two seed, I got the Boston Celtics. So do I. Yeah, talk to me. So the Celtics just paid the fuck out of Jalen Brown. Um, deservedly so. I don't. I don't care what yeah. happened in the last playoff series. Deservedly so. Now yeah, you always want to see a player get their bag, especially Jalen Brown, who like he's improved tremendously. If you go back and watch him at at Cal to now, it's like it's a crazy difference. It's a crazy improvement. So shout out to him getting his bag. Um, Marcus Smart's no longer there The heart and soul of the team Now he's in Memphis mm-hmm. um, They brought in Kristaps Porzingis Some people didn't like it Some people did um, It's just a wait and see Kristaps um, is injury prone But he played his healthiest season last year And last year was probably his best season Since he was with the Knicks So I guess I guess I could see the concern On both sides But I think he could help them um, especially playing alongside uh, Robert Williams, he could be. It could bring something different to the offense. You have somebody that could space the floor a little bit more. Um, I know you say he's overrated as a shot blocker, but yeah, um, just a little bit, just a little bit. But it still helps to have somebody down there to protect the paint to help Rob Will because you know Rob Will is another guy who who deals Injury with injuries. Yeah. And Al Horford is getting up there in age. You don't want. To rely on him to play so many, he's been playing a lot of fucking minutes these for no reason. Yeah, I think he's literally just. I could be wrong. He might just be one year younger than LeBron, unless I'm wrong. He, he probably like, yeah, I think so. I think he's a year younger and than LeBron. These last two years, he's been he's been playing heavy playoff, and he's not yeah just heavy playoff heavy minutes too. Playoff not like regular season, like regular season, he's playing like twenty five, whatever. But like the playoffs, the playoffs they'd be like, like thirty eight. They'd be like, bro, like, you thirty seven years old, go play thirty seven fucking minutes. Like <laughs> that's what they're real. doing. For no, but then he'll he'll cook. Nah, yeah, he'll be cooking, bro. Bro, that that game one of the finals uh, last year. Nigga, was, how about how about him against the Bucks? Um, the year when they went to the finals, where he got tight, Giannis dunked, and he was like, all right, he was he was raising his eyebrows, and that nigga dunked on them niggas, bro. Like he's yeah. he's still for whatever reason got it, bro. Nah, yeah, I feel like at this point he's he would be more serviceable off the bench. Mm-hmm. I feel like twenty seven to like thirty two should be like the ballpark for him to play. Um, yeah, Robert Williams got to stay healthy this season. Hopefully. Porzingis stays healthy for them because adding him to the offense could really work things out, especially in the playoffs against Miami. For some reason, that zone was fucking them up sometimes. So just having Kristaps there, that could really change shit for them. So it's going to it's gonna be good to see. Jalen Brown's going to—I think he's going to keep doing what he does. Jason Tatum, obviously, one of the best players in this league. He's going to keep doing what he does. Um, it's interesting to see what Brogdon does. Hopefully, he sixth man of the year. Hopefully he stays healthy. He's another guy who deals with injury. I'm excited to see what Jordan Walsh does. He's, I really like Jordan Walsh. Um, I think he's gonna play. I don't think he's gonna fucking start, but I think he'll get like he'll get eighth man minutes. 
Yeah, I, I guess. I mean, yeah. this is a team, like, yeah, they're the two seed. They'll probably win, like, 54, 55 games. But to me, I think the Celtics went backwards. Think so? I, I think so. Um, You lost Marcus Smart. You lost Grant Williams, who we didn't even talk about yet. Oh, yeah. Fucking, yeah, that was a big loss. That's, I think that's a big loss. Um, I understand Porzingis as a player and as a name might be better than both of those guys, like, those guys combined. But, like you said, I think he's overrated as a shot blocker. Hmm. He's not a good rebounder, especially yeah, for his he, size. He's never been like a good rebounder. He's not healthy. Yeah. My thing is, if Rob Will was healthy and Rob Will would play like 75 games and, and be healthy throughout the whole playoffs, this is a good fucking move. But now your starting front court, your two big men are injury prone. And like you said, if one goes down, Horford's getting all these big ass minutes. What happens if they both go down? Yeah. And another thing is, Will Porzingis, you said he had his best year last year since he was a Nick. Um, he's had some decent Mav, uh, years on the Mavs, but is he going to be able to coexist and be that Wizards or Nick's Porzingis with Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum? Probably not. I don't think he will. Probably not. I think he's going to be relegated to like 18 points per game, some shit like that, which is cool, whatever. Like you said, he's going to provide spacing. But again, like I'm someone who highly values health. Every single time we talk about players on the pod, one thing, I don't want to make about those two guys. You know who I'm talking about. But my thing oh. is always availability. How many games are you going to play in the regular season? And are you going to play for most of the postseason? I know everyone's banged up in the postseason. Are you going to play for most of the postseason? I got that doubt with Porzingis. Overall, the team's really fucking good. Uh, they can still do things. They can still make the finals. I'm, it's not like I'm saying there's a first-round exit team. Because no matter what, and I, I hate it so much, but the Boston Celtics are going to be good every fucking year. Unfortunately, they're going to be good every year. And another thing I didn't mention, too, I feel like a lot of shit really has to do with what uh, Missoula does. Because mm. there was a lot of questions with him. He didn't like fucking taking timeouts. Um, he was A lot of people just said he was just out there just letting them play. Like mm-hmm. I feel like with Porzingis, he's not going to be doing his wizard shit there but like i don't know i don't know if if missoula would get into him and tell him like yo this is a different type of team this is a contender you may not get the ball all the time find something else that you could bring to the table maybe maybe get after more on the re- on the glass that's another thing too is poor zingas yeah. he got an ego bro he didn't yeah. like posting up because Luca was the guy handing the ball. Yeah. Is he going to be willing to post up for Brown and Tatum? That's the. It's not that he's just watching Luca dribble the ball now. He's watching these two guys dribble the ball. That's the sacrifice you have to make if you want to win. I think. Want to though? Yeah, that's the thing. That's why I mentioned Missoula because I know if Ime was still there, he'd be like, "Motherfucker, you you gonna go rebound because yeah. you're not gonna get fucking posted. Get the fucking read just yeah, like that. He, he's gonna be like, you got to attack the glass. He's yeah, like, but he's. Yeah. I, I don't think he's gonna do it honestly yeah. because of his ego. It doesn't matter what coach is talking to him. I don't even think, like, it's going to sound crazy. I don't even think he's going to listen to Pop. Like, that's just who he is. He's not going to rebound. Oh, yeah. Then that's he wants just... to shoot threes. He wants to block shots once in a while. But that's it. But he's going to be a guy who's like, I want my touches. Oh, and yeah. Then I, that, I don't like that idea. That's on him. You got to be willing to sacrifice. That's on him. I don't think Porzingis is willing to sacrifice to be a winner. Mm. And so that obviously leaves over the Milwaukee Bucks as the one seed. Um. As we saw with Giannis in, in the last interview um, at the end of the season, talking about failure, getting mad. It's obvious it affects him. What he said was kind of a cope, I'm not going to lie. And I love Giannis, but you could tell that loss really affected him. You lost to the eighth seed. 
you lost to your rivals. Giannis right now against the Heat is one and two in series. But at this point in time, bro, I think Giannis is going to come back with a vengeance. Yeah. And I know we're going to do our awards predictions later on down the line a couple weeks from now. I think he's coming back with a vengeance, and I think he's going to be MVP. I think he's going to be MVP. I think he's going to shoot for DPOY again. He might he might be able to do it again. I know I, I said Moby DPOY, but Giannis is probably going to either be first or second DPOY, and he's going to be my MVP. He's really going to fucking lock in this year. Oh, yeah, and I, I think the so. Bucks are going to shoot for that. I think they're going to get that 60 wins again, so it's going to be hard not to give it to him. He's going to come back 30 points a game, maybe even up it because he's already done 30. Probably try to up that shit to 31, 32, just a small increment, fucking 12 rebounds, five assists. His a first block and a half and a steal. Was it his first or second MVP? It might have. I forgot which one. He averaged the year that he averaged thirty. He didn't even win MVP. Nah, but there was one year. It was one of his MVP years. But like, I think he played like the lowest amount of minutes for an MVP because they were beating disgusting. the fuck out of everybody. And they they're were gonna just, do that again. Same thing with Stephen Curry. His unanimous year, he was playing low minutes. I uh-huh. don't even think he'd play four quarters. Step no, and that wasn't just his MVP. There was a there was a couple other years where he was just so dominant. That and people get mad. I was one of the people getting mad, and I wasn't even a Curry fan back then. I'm still not like he's he's cool to me, whatever. But I would be mad at Steve Kerr. I'm like, this nigga got 50 in the third quarter. Let him play the fourth. Let him go uh-huh. for 70. I understand the mentality. No, trust me, I understand as a coach. It's like got to preserve my guy. What if this guy gets to 65 points? Boom, lands on his ankle the wrong way. Whatever. Now I look like a fucking idiot because we up by 20 already. But man, like. Like you said with Giannis, like I think the Bucks are gonna be being the fuck out of people this year. I yeah, promise yeah. you. Chris Middleton, you know I love Chris Middleton. He's gonna come back twenty points per game, whatever. Drew Holiday, I hope you didn't let that Jimmy Butler shit talking really affect him. I don't think it's gonna affect him too much going into the season. He's gonna put up his eighteen to twenty lockdown defense. Bobby Portis, six man of the year candidate. There's just so much to talk about with this team, bro. Uh fresh coach, everything, bro. I think. Because they won in spite of Bud, to be honest. I'm going to be real with you. They won in spite of nah, Bud, yeah, not the, because the of him. time, I think he overstayed his welcome there. No, you know, um, which is cool, but... Yeah, unfor- yeah, he was there because... Bud was still there because they won the championship. Mm-hmm. Had they lost that net series, he would have been gone. And, and I just saw right here, because I know they didn't... Off the top of my head, they didn't have too many additions. Their biggest addition was Malik Beasley. So you got a little bit more shooting That's there. That's a good pickup. Is Jay Crowder still there? Um, I I got no clue, bro. Jay Crowder's been no, yeah, he resigned. He resigned. Jay Crowder because we know how Jay Crowder has been. But lost Ingles, lost Dragic, lost Javon Carter, but lost Wesley Matthews. But I'd rather have Malik Beasley over all those guys. Yeah, just my own personal take. I'd rather have him. Nah, yeah, the Bucks. Not much to say. Um, they were the number one seed last year. I think they'll do it again. I want to see what uh Adrian Griffin does as a coach. Maybe he does more things. He's more creative. He makes adjustments because that's one thing uh, Coach Bud didn't really do. Never. He, he kind of just stuck to what he knew. Um, hopefully, Chris Middleton is back healthy. Um, I would love to see if, if I mean, he, he's not really, I wouldn't say he's like an injury-prone guy, but. It's just last year. Last man. year was really like, before, he was yeah. kind of in and out. So, hopefully this year he's in the lineup consistently. Don't have to worry about shit. It'll be, it'll be good. You get your lineup. You don't have to worry about the inconsistencies. Um, yeah, I think um, this team is going to do what they do. Um, they have all the chemistry. They've two years removed from their title. Um, I think they're going to come back. Giannis, like you said, he's going to come back on some shit. 
he heard all the talk last season, so I think he's going to come back ready. 150%, yeah. bro. But, guys, that's our Eastern Conference standings. Next week, we're going to talk about the West. That wraps it up for J&J for the day. We will see you guys next time. Justin, hit him with the housekeeping. Yeah, so if you guys can, please follow us on TikTok at the JJ Podcast. It's going up. It's going up every day um, on YouTube um, at the J&J Podcast. Please subscribe. Please like. If you're listening on audio, um, please give us five stars. Please like. Five stars. Five stars is going up. And yeah, um, we'll see you guys next time. And thanks for showing love. Catch you guys, bro. We still out here. Peace.